Malcolm Gladwell's podcast, which is, you know, it was, it was fine, whatever, you know. You're, but, you're in the upper here, crust of here society for, uh, here now. Yeah, I know. No. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm here to promote that schmohawk. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> during his uh, podcast in the very beginning, I think it was, or maybe it was at the end, but I'm doing this in the beginning. He was saying how, you know, it's important for his listeners to go on iTunes and take a second and review and rate the podcast you know um so i was thinking wh- why don't we have people do that <laughs> we should have people go and review like it takes literally five seconds to go onto itunes and review and, re- and rate the uh and, re- and rate this Razball podcast you know obviously rate it well and, re- and review it well but i mean we we do a lot for people come on one take five seconds and go and do that right now I'm going to count it off. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, now we can continue this podcast. Oh, great. You know, great. It's because uh, I don't have the shameless promotion skills that you have. Yeah, I know, but seriously, <laughs> I mean, people could do that. Come on. No, I know, I know. Yes, please leave no, us a review. What are we, we're not asking for a ton here. I mean, you know, sit. Sit through the the shitty commercials and use the people that sponsor the podcast. You know, use uh, a SeatGeek and uh, use and no halftime and rate and review the podcast. Like literally, like this stuff. Rate and review though. Like that would literally take five seconds. Now, now I'm getting. I'm I'm stepping down off my soapbox. <laughs> oh my god though this is crazy so you don't even have to ask me how was my weekend or anything this is this is nuts this is nothing to do with the weekend so i'm my hometown okay. is Trenton, new jersey okay you kind of broke up for a second trenton you said right oh i said linden my hometown is linden new jersey linden okay linden the the linden. city that, the, the city that is trending on Twitter right now, <laughs> worldwide trending because it's the city where the cops caught the terrorists. Oh, the ter- the bomber dude. 
Yes, that's my city. That's where I grew up. I know the cops who arrested this guy. <laughs> Wait, you legit know the cops? I legit know these. I went to high school with these guys. Why weren't they, Why weren't you a police officer? Uh, do I do I uh, <laughs> I even remotely like imagine what you picture to be a police officer, and then subtract <laughs> everything, and then you have me. <laughs> I could actually, now that I think about it, I should try and get these guys. I wonder, I don't know what they're going to say. <laughs> I could get them on the podcast, but I don't really know. I don't know what, we'd probably just talk about high school. <laughs> I, I, they wouldn't hang up, though, if I asked them about Madonna and sperm. I could. Um, yeah, no, but that's seriously, like, it's not a big city. Like, uh, right next door is Elizabeth, which is. That's, that's where like, he's from, right? Yeah, that was where he's from. Um, he was from like the edge of Elizabeth and Linden, um, right, like around the border, and then he got captured in Linden. But the um, like the crazy thing is, Linden is really not that big a city. It's like uh, it's like a satellite city to Elizabeth. Like Elizabeth is the main city, and everyone, like if anyone was like, "Oh, Gray, where are you from?" I would probably say Elizabeth if they didn't know New Jersey because that's the big city. Like. I don't know where you uh, actually live, but if you lived outside of a big city and you said, oh, I'm, I live in, you know, Baltimore, and you're really from, like, the small town outside of Baltimore or something. Yeah, I've like, done that because oh, I'm from Davidson, North right. Carolina, which got put on the map because of Steph Curry. But uh, if people don't give me that look for a split second, I say, oh, it's outside Charlotte. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, so the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, So Yeah, so I, I say Elizabeth a lot, but I'm actually from Linden, and the guy, I know these guys who captured him. Like, this is, like, the crazy, this is seriously the craziest shit ever, that they are, you know, like, the the mayor and the president are talking about the, uh, the heroes in Linden, New Jersey. <laughs> Linden, New Jersey, home... Of baseball writer Gray Albright and of all the dudes who caught the terrorists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So anyway, that's that's been my uh, Monday, which is the day we taped this. It's also, uh, but Tuesday is the day you listen to this and review and rate the podcast. <laughs> yes, please leave us a review. And here we go. All right, so some other news and headlines from the week that are less as headliney as catching terrorists running around is uh, Giancarlo Stanton's playing baseball again, Gray. Yeah, I know. Woo-hoo. That's all right. I I have him. Uh, I have him in two leagues. In one league, I don't even have him in my lineup because I don't think he's going to play that much. In the other league, I do have him in, but that's because that league is. I'm totally out of I'm out of the running because of uh, it's a keeper, so I'm not really mm. playing for this year. Um, but yeah, the league I'm playing for this year, I don't I don't have him in my lineup. I I don't think he's going to play all that much. Maybe he'll see. Uh, I don't know. There's two weeks left. Maybe he sees five starts. And that's I feel like that might even be being generous. I don't know. Okay. Um, so his stock is obviously falling for next year. He had some performance issues. I uh, was in that horrible slump. Then got better. Then got hurt. Uh, to another guy that is hurt and is just crushing me, Gray. And I know it's crushing you too. But Starling Marte had a setback with his back, and it's probably not going to be playing. He might get shut down for the season. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm actually, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't been shut down already. I think uh, I thought he was going to get shut down like last week already. Uh, well, he hasn't, they, he hasn't been playing for a while. It seemed like he was close. They kept saying that he was really close and was about there and then had a setback. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not... I'm not 100 percent sure why uh, why they're not just setting uh, shutting him down. I don't. The Pirates aren't in. They're not in the playoff uh, chase, are they? Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, they're sub 500. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I thought. Um, <laughs> shows you how much I know about real baseball. Oh, I, I don't really know either. I just know that because uh, I saw their record while writing my profile yesterday. So. Oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah, no, they're. Uh, they're five games out of the wild card, so that's that's a huge hurdle to overcome in two weeks. Um, yeah, so they're essentially out of it. I yeah, I don't see Marte really coming back. If he if he came back and you know played at I don't know fifty percent, it's not really worth holding him anyway. So you know what yeah. are you hoping? You're hoping that he comes back. And he's 100%? Well, that's not going to happen. He's not going to be 100% the rest of the year. So you may as well drop him. Yeah, he's not going to steal. And, oh, my God, you mentioned being in a keeper. I'm in a – it's like a keeper dynasty hybrid. You you keep most of your roster. But I've lost Marte. Bregman might be out for the rest of the year. Carrasco broke his hand. And it's like – it's a shallower one, so you can, like, pick up the pieces by streaming and stuff. But when these guys don't go on the DL in September, it's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, no, I I hear you. That is that's a, a it's a frustrating thing for even non keepers because you have guys like you know in, in shallower leagues, I guess you can drop players, but you have guys like Marte who are top twenty players or Giancarlo and. You know, like psychologically, you don't really want to drop these guys. Like I, yeah. I would have. You know, like uh, Giancarlo when he came back last week when they're when the Marlins were like, oh, we're activating him, and I was like, I would, I went right to the waiver. I, w- I grabbed him in our twelve team league, but then I saw that he didn't start for you know a couple games straight, and I dropped him. I didn't, you know, I didn't hesitate really that long, but still, I wouldn't have picked him up. Unless, you know, except for the fact that he's Giancarlo or the same with Marte. It's like, so it's psychologically, it's hard to drop these guys even in redraft leagues. But at this time of year, you really have to move on and just try and get guys that are hitting in your lineup. Yeah. Um, so if you had to replace these guys, let's start with outfielder. Um, who would you pick up first? Uh, ben Revere or Denard Span? <laughs> Which one's going to fix the world? Oh, man. Oh. You got me. I said Denard Span. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk. We'll talk. Denard Span's good. Denard Span's actually been good. Well, he hasn't been great, but he's been better than Ben Revere. He's been awful this year. <laughs> we'll get to some more streamer uh, calls in a minute. Uh, but first, what, I just felt like I had to put this at the beginning of the show. What in the hell is going on with Hanley Ramirez? <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I mean, he gets hot. He does. I, it's you know that's just how he. Every once in a while, he'll get hot for a stretch, and this is the. It just happens that the stretch has been in September this year. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he hasn't. He was pretty mediocre, like verging on like uh, unwanted for a good three 
to four months there. Um, you know, and he's been in, he's in such a great lineup that that was really the only thing that was uh, keeping him above water for fantasy was his uh, runs and RBIs, his his homers. Oh man, I I want to say he's. Yeah, I know he's not he's not at the top of the uh, the leaderboard because that's Dozier. Um, but I think for homers in the second half, he's he's up in the maybe the top ten. I don't know. I'll uh, I'll look it up. Let me see. Uh, yeah, he's he's doing. You know, he's having a great second half. He's now at number three for homers. He has twenty homers in the second half. He has a he has a three oh two average. So yeah, he's having a great second half. And most of that, I feel like, is even September more so than anything. Yeah. He, uh, last two last two weeks, four twelve average, eight homers, eighteen RBIs, ten runs. Yeah. Scored. So even not even. So he hasn't even been great in the second half. He's been great in the last two weeks, really. Yeah, but his season long numbers now are just—they're crazy. He's hitting two ninety four, twenty eight homers, a hundred and six RBI, nine steals. You can't throw that out, right? I mean, where, where is this guy going to rank next year? Are you just not going to touch him, or? Um, he's at this point. He's thirty two. He feels like an old 32 uh, as well. So I'm going to say I'm probably, for projecting him next year, I'm going to you know revert him back to near where he was the last three years. So in 2013, well, he was injured, but still, he's always, he's always dealing with injuries. So that's not even, it's not even fair to write it off as an injury. I think he's always an injury, he's injury prone. He's always a guy who goes down for a month at a time. Um, so I think 20, 22 to 24 homers, uh, 7 to 10 steals, 280 average, which drops him in like the fifth round, I would say, which isn't wow. bad. I mean, that's, that's solid. That's I, still pretty high, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fifth, sixth round. You can't – I don't think you could drop him much lower than that after, you know, after this season. And just Fenway alone – boosts value so well i mean the uh you know just having runs and rbis and the babbit that fenway produces so you know you're going to have a, a semi you're probably going to have a semi-decent average unless you get really unlucky um you know last year hanley had a 250 average which wasn't good but he was also unlucky he had a hit a lousy babbit i don't and he was also injured he was dealing with injuries for a lot of last year. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't mind Hanley completely. I, I do think he's really streaky though. Like maybe three weeks ago, I felt like he was droppable and now he's like one of the, uh, one of the top hitters for the second half. And that's just due to a, a two week streak. Yeah. Next year, Hanley or just hitting his 40th home run. Actually, he's 39th and 40th. Chris Davis, who's first? Uh, you got to go Hanley. He's uh, more well-rounded. I think, uh, you know, Chris Davis is a is a solid 40 homer. Well, not even. I'd say he's probably a safe 35 homer, 250 hitter uh, with nothing with nothing else that you can really rely on. I mean, he'll get – obviously, he'll get some RBIs because you don't hit 35 homers without getting some. But the A's aren't a good team. Uh, so he's not going to get that many RBIs. He won't get that many runs. He hits a 250 average 
and you're happy. He's not even, you know, he's not even a, a lock for 250. He could hit two, 235, 240. Um, I think Hanley's got steals over him. Everything except for power, really. Right. And yeah, power is up across the majors. So, yeah. um, and that'll be something we'll talk about later in the show. So, Gray, um, I told you a little bit before we hopped on the air here that football season's afoot. And uh, I'm going to a Panthers game next weekend. Woo! They looked a lot better than... Well, they looked fine in the first game against Denver. Panthers is... That's not a euphemism like Cougars, right? No. No, they're not connected, Panthers and Cougars. (laughs) In no way is Panthers have anything to do with um, older women or anything. No, No, they're they're teethier. They're toothier. Oh, okay. Is Panthers a team? I don't. I don't follow the <laughs> oh NFL. Uh, while while Gray is so oblivious to other sports, <laughs> even Gray knows where to get tickets. Just like where I got my Panthers tickets, that is on SeatGeek. They have an awesome app that makes it easier than ever to buy and sell tickets. It was awesome. All I did is go to SeatGeek on my phone, pull up the Panthers game there. The stadium shows you exactly where the seats are. They show you your view, and they show you seats by grade. It was super easy, and they pull in uh, tickets from all other websites. So it's all the websites put into one place. Never waste time going to tons of sites ever again. And best of all, if you have not used SeatGeek yet, you get twenty free dollars. It's not a not a store credit. They'll send you twenty dollars on PayPal. It's super easy to do. So get the SeatGeek app now. Download it. Go to the settings tab. Add promo code. Enter promo code RazMLB. All word R A Z C M L B. And SeatGeek will send you twenty dollars after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code RazMLB today. So great. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, NFL, uh, do you know uh, Mohammed uh, Wilkerson? Uh, I guy think in so. The Jets. Yeah, yeah, the big defensive lineman. Uh, okay, yeah, he went. To, he was also from Linden, New Jersey. Oh my God, the faint! You just keep pumping out these famous people. Share <laughs> from there. Who else is from there? Share. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why my brain went there first. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know where Share's from. Judy. Judy Bloom was from Elizabeth, but that's not London. So you know who is uh you know Barney Miller, Hal Linden. Uh, I don't know what any of that meant. Uh, okay, you're too young. There is a uh, a TV show Barney Miller, and the star of that was um, uh, Hal Linden, who got his name from Linden, New Jersey. <laughs> was that the one that Gary Shandling was on? No, not even close. All right, let's continue. <laughs> Did you watch the Emmys last night? Uh, some bits and pieces. I thought it was actually good. It was better than it had been in the past, I thought at least. Yeah, Kimmel know. was pretty funny. He, st- yeah, he stole uh, Ellen's food delivery joke. Oh, uh, that was corny. I don't know why. What, what is, is that supposed to... I, I think that's funny Like um, in reality TV producing. I know because I... I used to date a reality TV producer, and uh, and she would tell me that there's certain challenges that are fun, or there's certain gags that are fun on set, but when you watch them, they're not really fun. I feel like that's what goes on with that delivering of the food thing. Like I think it's fun when you're in the auditorium, 
But watching at home, you're like, who cares? This is so corny. I'm over it. Yeah, I will say Stranger Things is awesome. Uh, Stranger that. Things Netflix? Yeah, well, then that's... Yeah, oh, yeah, because they delivered the yeah, 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 no, Stranger Things is great. I I love that. The Upside Down? Oh, I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about a show that, like, hits every segment can like it. You know, mm-hmm. we, we have very vast differences in what we like in media. You are over there watching Beaches. I'm watching <laughs> Fifth Element. And then we can come together and watch Stranger Things. It's crazy. I don't, I don't see how you can't appreciate Barbara Hershey. I, I don't understand this. <laughs> All right. So if you've lost some of the hitters we talked about in the open or if you've been holding on to <laughs> or Or if you just went back to iTunes to lower the rating because I mentioned Barbara Hershey. <laughs> I totally understand that. <laughs> uh, here are some hitters uh, that have been hot lately. What do you think of uh, Mitch Hanniger? On uh, the Diamondbacks, there he's got some homers lately. He's been hitting pretty pretty well. Yeah, I I'm not exactly sure why he came up without any sort of buzz at all. I was surprised because he seems like he's got a lot of power. Like he did in AAA, um, he had 20 homers, eight steals, and a 3.41 average. The average is a little wonky because he had a, a high Babbitt, but still. He looks like he could be, especially in Arizona, you know, in, in the great, uh, in Chase Field, which is a great hitter's park, he could be, I think, a 25 homer guy with some speed and a decent average. Um, I'm a little surprised he came kind of out of nowhere. At least it was out of nowhere for me. I hadn't heard of him. Uh, as of right now, I would grab him as a hot potato just to see if, he stays hot. I, I don't know, you know, necessarily like for the next two weeks, I just want players that are hot and, you know, Hannigan, Hanniger, uh, he hit, <laughs> he hit two homers over the weekend. So maybe he's hot. Maybe he's worth giving a, a shot to, but in the bigger picture, I, I do like him. I see he was in the Brewers yeah. organization. Well, not I was that long say, ago. Yeah. Real quick. Last seven days, four Oh nine average, three homers, eight RBIs. Yeah. We traded him in, um, the Segura? No, it wasn't the Segura deal. It was something to do with the. Uh, maybe it was the. No, it was something a, a couple years ago. It was the Gerardo Parra deal. That's what it was. Um, oh. And uh, which actually worked out because then Parra turned into Davies. So you'll take that anytime. Hanager for Davies, a pitcher that's looking really good this year and is still young. Anyway, uh, but Hanager kind of like. And in and, and, and real, and real life. Let's just yeah. let's just make sure people understand. We're talking. Well, either way, yeah, you want it. You want a picture. Uh, Davies is fine for real life. He's not that great for fantasy. Oh, but in an NL only, you in, in an NL only dynasty, you'd much rather have Davies than Mitch Haniger. Come on. <sighs> yeah. Okay. If you say so, I don't agree. For those listening what? at home and can't see my eyes rolling, I don't agree with JB or or JB's <laughs> JB's JB's. Can I, should I call you J-Biz? Oh, Gray, you're a moron. Oh, man. Oh, you insult the Brewers, and then he loses it. <laughs> oh, God. Where's Hanniger going to play <laughs> in the future? Um, Where is he going to play? In the outfield? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They've got way too many outfielders. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Davies is garbage. How are you going to say that Davies is garbage? He's garbage in like a 10-team redraft kind of way, but... 
So oh is Mitch Haniger. Terrible Brewer goggles. He's so bad. Oh my god. Oh, Davies is fine as like a four ERA streamer in good matchups. He's not a. You, you can't use him. Like, you think Davies is getting drafted in mixed league? No, I just said not in the mixed league. <laughs> I said in NL only where you need pitchers, damn it. Oh, my God. Oh, get out of here. Anyway, wow. so. Wow. I just uh, I lost there for a second. Okay. <laughs> so, Hanniger. I'm back. I'm back. Hanniger right. was yeah, kind Hanager, of I like him. a highly regarded guy at first. Kind of fell off. Then we traded him to the Diamondbacks. Still kind of struggled for a year or two and then really found it this year. His numbers in in the AAA were really good, but it was the PCL. So, um, right, yeah, but you know, Chase, like I said, Chase Field's not exactly a terrible part. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, yeah. I like we'll, him too. I'm... Yeah, we'll see. I honestly, I'd like to put. I'm writing in my iCal right now, Hanniger or Davies, and I'm gonna I'm pinging myself for next June to see where we're at with Hanniger or Davies. Oh my God, Hanager's gonna have like twenty at bats if that. When next year? By June next year, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll see. I'll see. Who'd you rather have in a dynasty, Mitch Hanager or Peter O'Brien? Uh, and he's like their fifth or sixth outfielder right Peter now. Peter O'Brien isn't he already like thirty? He's not quite that old. I mean, Mitch Hanager's not exactly Actually, that young I'm either. Looking at, I'm looking at Peter. Pete O'Brien on on Fangraph says he's 149 years old. <laughs> so we're both wrong. Uh, he's ageless, that Pete O'Brien. <laughs> okay, moving on. Sticking with the Diamondbacks, though. Uh, Brandon Drury. You remember doing that? <laughs> Drury. Yeah, I remember doing it because it makes you sound drunk. I wasn't actually drunk. <laughs> so I do remember it. Uh, so Brandon Drury over the last uh, 14 days, 463 average with five homers, 11 RBIs. You may be too late to the party. He's already at 39% in Yahoo, which uh, most of the leagues that don't own him are probably dead leagues. But do you like Brandon Drury? I don't think there's any dead leagues. Is there? I mean, I... I mean, maybe there's dead teams in some leagues, but the, at least one person, like the guy who's in first, he's paying attention, right? I mean, uh, depends on the league. There could be, like, some people <laughs> hopped into some Yahoo public, so really? I don't know. You think, there's guys in a, you think there's guys in a fantasy league who are in first place who aren't even paying attention? Well, it's possible. These free <laughs> leagues that people join for no yeah. rhyme or reason, I don't know, they're... There's so much time is focused on football right now. Oh, God, football. Ugh. That's like my art. That's my kryptonite. I really can't stand football. Why? I don't know. It just seems like such a – it's such a sport of just brute force. Oh it just does nothing for me. Oh. I, I, mean, I mean, maybe it's because I'm <laughs> – 5'3", 130 pounds. But honestly, when you football, if you can run over someone, then you're going to score a touchdown. Woo! Whoop-dee! What kind of skill is involved there? there? There's not skill. There's a matter of how many steaks can you eat. That's, that's football training. Oh, let me see if I can eat 18 pounds of meatballs. Oh, okay. I'm a good football player now. Oh, great. You're such a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I would 
jump on your back and noogie the hell out of you right now. If I, oh, I, I was in the same room as you. You're lucky. You're oh, lucky. The, I would drop you. The giant and the little girl Jew with another quality podcast on the merits of American football. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, come on. Football is such a – it's so lame. I mean, there's nothing interesting about it at all. Uh, Baseball, there's so much nuance and skill involved. Football, I honestly, I think I prefer basketball over football. And I have major issues with basketball as well. Now, what's, oh, no, all right, here we go. They're, the people are so tall. If you're closer to the rim, you're better oh at basketball. If, if I was seven feet tall, I could play in the NBA. That is not skill. That's just a, a freak of nature. It's a skill. It's genetics. I don't understand why it's a sport. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is, this is seriously the best podcast already and we still have 20 minutes to go this is so good you are welcome listeners um brandon drury back to him um yeah now looking at his like i don't know i i mean i have no idea of uh you know, that's why I don't write the prospect things because I, I just read what, uh, you know, what Ralph, uh, prospect Ralph. And also I listen to the podcast. They're, uh, Ralph and Halp. Yeah. Which is really a silly name. Um, they're, they were good. I listened to their last podcast. I really enjoyed it. I think, uh, I, they're really knowledgeable when it comes to pro- uh, prospects. Anyway, I was saying that because of a jewelry, um, he doesn't look like much of anything if you look at his uh, minor league stats. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but there's so much more than just stats when it comes to prospects. There's also, you know, like, just because a guy doesn't have a ton of homers in the minors doesn't mean he can't hit for power. Um, it's just, you know, he just hasn't shown it yet. But as for Drury, I mean, his uh, his top year in the minors for power was after uh, not counting single a or high a was four homers in double a that's tar- i mean I, I, granted it was only in 29 games and then in 2005, uh, 2005 in 2015 <laughs> um he hit five homers across 130 games 100 and is that no 100 and yeah 120 um, something like that. <laughs> My math is off. 130, excuse me. In 130 games, uh, he hit five homers. So there's no power here in the minors. And now he has 15 homers in 120 games with the Diamondbacks. So, like, there's, there's a major disconnect that I'm not understanding completely where the power is coming from. And maybe maybe at some point we can get Ralph or Halp. <laughs> So so silly. Uh, maybe we can get one of them onto the podcast to talk about this a little bit. But I don't know where Drury's power is coming from, but he's showing it. That's for sure. He's Ernon Perezing it. Yeah, I know. It, it, maybe he's Kevin Mossing it. Maybe he's uh, you know maybe he's showing you know fifteen to twenty homer power in his short time this year in the in the majors, and then next year he goes into oblivion and we never see him again. Like maybe this isn't necessarily a jumping off point, but this is actually just a, you know, a career year because pitchers aren't 
uh, they're not used to him and they don't know how to exploit his weaknesses yet. I don't know. Uh, take positions out of it. Uh, who are you picking up first, Hanniger or Drury? Uh, Drury, for sure. Okay, and with the positions, then you're definitely going Drury. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, a guy that is, I, I can't understand why he's good at baseball right now. Because, well, he's he's always been a decent defender, but... Oh, uh, yeah, defense. He's, that's yeah. the only reason why he's even in Major League Baseball. Yeah, and... Uh, Gray read ahead in my notes. Way to I, I was I was gonna gonna tease everyone there. Oh, sorry. No, I I ruined it too. Angelton Simmons last four uh, last two weeks, three sixty four average and only thirty three at bats. He missed a few games after getting hit on a hand, so it's not even two full weeks of games. Three homers, four steals, eight RBIs, six runs scored. He's been really good. I'm streaming him in a league or two. Do you uh you just hot schmatatoing him? Uh, yeah, I would I would stream him. I actually I streamed him at one point last week. Uh, I didn't get anything from it, but I did stream him. I mean, but on a side on a related note, uh, he is a good example of what I was just saying with Drury. Like he had no power in the minors at all. His top power year was three homers. Like Drury's top power year was five homers, and Simmons then hit 17 homers in his first full season with the Braves. Yeah. And then has never hit more than seven homers again. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think sometimes these guys come up, they explode, and then they don't do anything really after because they're not really power hitters. It's just that the pitchers didn't know how to get them out, and they were just throwing them fastballs. Yeah. It's possible. Middle infield spot, Drury or Sibbins for right now. <laughs> Okay, just being sure. Uh, guy we talked about last week that is staying red hot. He's the third ranked hitter the past two weeks, and that's Kevin Kiermeyer. Four homers, seven steals, hitting three thirty-three. He's probably owned by now in most leagues. He's up to forty-seven percent Yahoo. Do you like uh, you're picking up Kiermeyer or or Kiermeyer over the rest of the guys we talked about so far? Uh, I would say. I like Drury uh, for his home park so much, um, but I don't. I don't mind Kiermaier. He would be my second choice. I would go Drury, Kiermaier, then Simmons uh, if I had an open utility slot and I just wanted to grab a hot bat. Um, Kiermaier is owned in fifty-seven percent of ESPN leagues, for what it's worth, and I really wonder how accurate their ownership numbers are. Not just ESPN, but Yahoo, too. Like, I wonder if it's... Like, I don't think they're really that accurate, to be totally honest. I'm telling you, there's probably hundreds of these, like, free public leagues that people join. They're like, oh, I'll join an extra one just to see, just to do it. No, I I totally... I understand what you're saying with that. I, I can see some leagues being totally just deserted. But, like, for instance... Uh, Viar, who has been top five for the season, is only owned in 87% of leagues. Like, even mm. if someone, even if leagues were only going until June. Yeah, people, that seems a little suspect. I'll grant right? you like, that. that doesn't, it just doesn't compute. I mean, there's certain things that's like, you see certain guys and you're like, why is Jackie Bradley Jr. owned in 93% of leagues? 
That's but, weird. But Bayar is only owned in 87%. Bradley was a pickup, too. So that makes yeah, no, no Bradley sense. Bradley was a pickup, and I still own him. I think Bradley is a guy that, you know, he's cooled off and he's moved to the bottom of the lineup, which hasn't been great for uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. But he's been fine. He's been good enough to own in 12 team mixed leagues. I'm not saying to drop him, or I'm not even saying that. 30, 93% of, you know, ownership is necessarily that off, but by R at 87% makes no sense. It just doesn't, it just makes no sense. <laughs> uh, like it doesn't like, and there's, you know, like if you look at, um, I don't know. I mean, this is, it's like, there's two weeks left. We can, you know, <laughs> we're just, <laughs> we're, we're riffing a little bit. Bear with us. But if you look at um, our player rater on Razball, that has ownership for our RCL leagues. Bayar is owned in 100% of leagues. Duh. You know, like yeah. there's there's no doubt. Like he is owned everywhere in every league, which makes I mean that makes sense. That it should be. That's why I'm wondering. Like I just don't think ESPN and Yahoo actually compute ownership. Like I just don't I just don't think it's necessarily accurate. Like there's something off about it. I don't know. Anyway, that was just a side bar. <laughs> um so number four in the past two weeks. Oh my god, these time and we'll talk about number one in a minute, but two, three, four, Hanley Ramirez, Kevin Kiermeyer, and Ryan Healy. I mean it, it's just been some crazy performances lately, but Ryan Healy, 426, four homers, 12 RBIs, 13 runs scored. You picking him up where you can? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would own. I would own all these guys if I had. Uh, if I had room, uh, Healy. I I don't love the A's uh, lineup slash ballpark, but I do like Healy. I think Healy uh, probably ab- above Simmons. Uh, him, I would say Drury first, Kiermeyer and Healy are based on need, but they're very close, both of them. I'd go Kiermeyer above Healy probably in, in most cases, um, unless you really needed uh, speed. Then I would go Kiermeyer, and then Simmons would be after uh, all of them, which Simmons is just you know a guy who happens to be hot for a couple of days, and I don't really trust at all. Other than being hot hitters, do you know what all these guys have in common, Gray? SeatGeek. <laughs> no? I, I, You're no. close. The other one. <laughs> oh, no halftime? Yeah, man. They're all <laughs> awesome no halftime plays because, you know, maybe you're sitting there playing some DFS matchups. You've got kind of a, a lackey friend like Gray over here. Uh, that doesn't really know what's going on. Trying to say Mitch Haniger's better than an NL only than Zach Davies. Oh my <laughs> god! Uh, but yeah, no halftime's awesome for these hot hitters. You pick one player against another player. Don't have time to set up a whole DFS matchup, but want to play some DFS games for real money? Get the No Halftime app now. I made a contest already. I'm picking Ryan Healy tomorrow against the Astros. And I'm going to take him against Adam Duvall, who has been a crawl in my rear in my keeper league. Oh, my God, he's been annoying, Gray. Because I want to keep him. Is that a southern uh, expression? I kind of just made it up on the fly. (laughs) (laughs) That was was like my expression I made up, uh, was it last week when I said shooting shooting fire at a rainbow? (laughs) 
Oh, I thought it was the like you've got ferrets in your pants. <laughs> oh know. yeah, no that yeah that was when I was I was doing the British thing. <laughs> anyway, oh. I am goddamn so multifaceted with nonsense. Uh, I, yeah. have, I have nonsense coming out of all extremities. I don't even know it. See, that doesn't even make uh, sense. Yeah, that also. I, that's, I, I, I this is a family show, Gray. Don't talk about nonsense coming out of your extremities. Um, Gray shooting blinks. Um, so Adam Duvall Gray has 31 homers and is like really taken. I have him in a keeper where I can keep him for two bucks next year. And I just, oh, I can't. I, I want to drop him all the time, but I keep holding on. What do you think? Yeah, you got it. With that, for that value, you have to hold on. All right, yeah. So I've I've been, and with all the injuries I talked about in the open, I keep having to play them because you know you have to. Oh, anyway, I'm taking Ryan Healy against Adam Duvall tomorrow. uh, Tomorrow at the Cubs, I made this contest. I invited the Rasball group. I made it for five dollars. Join that contest. I will tweet it out as well. It's a ton of fun one-on-one fantasy matchups. All major sports are on there. Football is, of course, starting up, and a ton of people play it on there. Basketball will be coming up in about a month. English Premier League's on there, MLS, all your major sports, tons of fun. And now you can get $10 free to try out the app, $10 free to play with. All you got to do is enter the promo code RAZZ, all caps. That's RAZ for $10 free be sure to join the Rasball League. And also with no haps time, check out their weekly contests they're running for free swag. Uh, they do it at nohalftime.com slash contest. It's a different contest on Twitter every week. Go to that. I'll link that in the show notes as well. And they give you some free stuff. It's a lot of fun. No halftime, again, where the fantasy sports season never takes a break. All right, great. Yeah, you know, between the $10 from no halftime... And the twenty dollars from SeatGeek, you really don't have to work. No. You can just you can just go back and forth downloading and and buying ticket. Well, I guess you're if you're buying tickets to get. Oh well, that might not work. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll work. I'll figure this out for next week so we can get more people who are unemployed uh, some money. Get them some ducats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, uh, if they're not working, they should be leaving us reviews, though, right? I mean, what else are they doing? Uh, (laughs) I mean, you know, come on. Before Trump becomes president and everyone in the country's working. (laughs) Bye-bye to Social Security. Um, So I mentioned those top hitters there. Uh, Two being Hanley, three Kiermaier, four Healy, five is Kendris Morales. Seven was Drury, who we talked about. Andrelton Simmons, 18 in the past two weeks. That's just crazy. But number one hitter over the past two weeks is none other than Trey Turner. Six homers, seven steals, 429 average with 13 runs scored and 12 RBIs. This guy is absolutely ridiculous. First rounder next year, Gray. Mm, I think he, I, I, was, I was saying this on the uh, on Ball today. I wrote up uh, Trey Turner was actually my lead. And I was saying that I think about a month ago, I put I pegged him to around maybe a top hundred pick, and then the power showed up, and I gotta say, I think he's like he's he's in or near the second round at this point. I don't think there's any way you can. I mean, a guy with 15 homer power and 35 
40 steal speed, <laughs> you know, at, at middle infield. Yeah, I think you got a second round easy, no? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I said first round kind of facetiously, but I think he was right there. I mean, you're taking him over Brian Dozier, right? Yeah. I um, think you got I think Dozier's – you you wanted Dozier this year. You're not going to want him next year. He, he's going to be too expensive and overrated. Uh, let me do – I'm quickly sorting by middle infield here. Trey Turner or Daniel Murphy? Uh, I think you got to go Turner. Turner or Machado? Machado. Sticking with Machado. Turn, you're yeah. definitely taking Turner over Bogarts, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think you got to. You're going to take him over VR? Mm, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that makes him the – I mean, we're definitely taking Altuve first, and you said Machado, the third middle infielder off the board next year. Mm, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, don't hold me to it. I don't know. Maybe things will change in the offseason when I, I start looking at guys. But, yeah, I don't – he's really – like he's impressing me for sure. Uh, now, he's always been a high BABIP guy in the minors, but this BABIP's a little out of control right now. Right, yeah. No, I know. But the the speed and the, uh, whatchamacallit, the power, I mean, that, right? Yeah, he's got a 404 BABIP with an 18.3% K rate, which is fine, but only a 3.4% walk rate. So basically, any ball that's coming in the zone, he's hitting it in the field and getting on him every time, or he's shooting right. it out. Yeah. I mean, he he's at, I think it's like 60 games, and he's been, he's already, a, he's a top 15 second baseman in, in through 60 games, a, a third of the season. I mean, that's insane. Man, his minor league Babbitt is almost 400, though. That is just, this. What is his line drive rate? I mean, that's just insanity. His, his line drive rate is 27.2%. I mean, that's really good. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about him. I uh I think he's going to be pretty he's going to be pretty pricey next year though. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh so that's Trey Turner. Um I was going to say one more thing about Trey Turner, but now I can't think of what it was. Oh yeah. Uh, I know, uh, and I'm, I'm not saying anything that hasn't been said already, but the more you think about that Steven Souza trade. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I know. It, was, it was pretty much Steven Souza for Trey Turner and Joe Ross, right? Um. Yeah, I think that was, yeah, I think that. Oh, Joe, oh my God, your man, Joe Ross. Hey, you Anymore. That's where you work. Come on, Greg, dance with me. I am. <laughs> I know it's just so loud. I can't hear you. It's like a real club. <laughs> oh, good times. Good, good times. Good times for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg. We've probably run way over our time, but let's talk a couple pitching streamers, or at least uh, Ariel Miranda. Uh, better pitcher or better uh, Disney princess? <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go princess. <laughs> you don't like him? You think this is a fluke? <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, no, he's okay. I, uh, 
I don't think he's even I think he's around a four two five ERA guy, so you know, kinda of, he's he's okay. He's he's nothing great. Um I'd I'd stream him. I think he's been you know, he's been pitching well recently. I would even uh you know, some people were saying how the, the streaminator didn't like his next start in Minnesota, but yeah. I would even I would stream him there even. I I would stream him as long as he's going well uh, for right now. Um, do I have a hundred percent confidence in him? No, I mean he's not. He's not Max Scherzer. So I mean he's not. He's not an ace, but I think he's streamable right now. Yeah, he's won his last four starts. Uh, the big one for me was I watched uh, Ivan Nova's last start for my pitcher profile, and he looked terrible. And he really only has two pitches. So that Saturday start, you only have one roster spot. You're playing Nova uh, hosting the Nationals, so not a great park there, or Miranda at the Twins. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd probably go Nova. Oh, uh, boo. But, I said but go they're, Miranda. But they're really close. I okay. mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, it's a slam dunk by any stretch of the imagination. I think uh, – I, I like guys at home. Uh, I like the NL over the AL. Um, not that the Twins are really that good of a lineup, even with the DH. But, yeah, I'd probably go Nova. The Twins do hit lefties pretty well, too. So that is a bit of a concern. Yeah. Um, another guy that's winning a ton of decisions, won four of his last five, is Colin McHugh. Any faith going back there? Mm, no, I think... Uh, I have more faith in him than Miranda. Uh, I don't have a ton of faith in him, though. I think uh, he kind of he strikes me as a better real world pitcher than a fantasy one. Like he can give you a lot of innings. Um, yeah, fairly durable. Yeah, fairly exactly. Yeah, so I mean he's fine. Um, I'm not a big fan though. Like in in general for fantasy for McHugh. Okay, uh, he pitches on Wednesday. It's a day game, so tomorrow uh, at Oakland at three thirty. So there's one option. Would you rather? Uh, you're not gonna. You're gonna play him over Luke Weaver at the Rockies, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I would. Yeah, Luke uh, at the Rockies is terrible. Uh, what about Eikhoff hosting the White Sox or McHugh? I'd go. I'd go Eikhoff. I think uh, at home against the White Sox is that's decent. What about Kennedy at the Indians or McHugh? No, I don't like Kennedy at the Indians, no. What about uh, Kohler hosting the Nationals? Uh, you know, he's been really good in uh, at home. I would go, I like, yeah, I would go that. I would go Kohler. Okay, so there's kind of your Colin McHugh range if you're streaming. I imagine he's out there in a bunch of yeah. weeks because he's been pretty inconsistent this year. Uh, any other pitchers you've streamed lately that you know you could think of to mention on the show? Mm, no, I haven't really had much room to stream. I was uh, I went over my starts in August slash beginning of September, and I kind of I kind of threw them all. Then I don't really have a ton of starts to stream anymore. I've uh, I think for tomorrow I picked up. Um, I have, uh, I think I'm, uh, yeah, I have, uh, oh, Smiley and uh, Gesellman. I picked oh, those guys. Oh, yeah, Gesellman. Uh, yeah, Smiley's at home against the Yankees, and Gesellman yeah. is home against the Braves. That's so the one I them. streamed a lot. 
Yeah, yeah I would see. I could see streaming those guys, t- uh, which is today, I guess. Uh, it, it might be too late for people at this point. Um, yeah, we, this goes out in the morning. They'll see it in time. Yeah, but there's some leagues where you same-day pick up. Oh, oh, that's true. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I just – I would go matchups at this point almost more than – like maybe there's about 20 starters that I would hold on. Like I even dropped – Duffy today uh, because I needed room. I needed wow. a, I needed I needed a hitter. Yeah. And his next start is against the his next start is in Detroit, which isn't a terrific start. And he's starting to he's starting to show uh, he's starting to wear down a little bit. So I he lost. He was good Duffy. his last start though. Yeah, he was okay. He gave up three runs and I think it was seven innings, which is fine. I mean, he has. I mean, it hasn't been bad, but I needed room and. He's just, you know, I don't, I don't need the start really. I don't need the him against the Tigers that much. So I, uh, I dropped him. I would, I was actually considering dropping David Price even because, I mean, he's been whatever, <laughs> and I, I don't need the starts. He's so. been, he's been great down in the second half though. Oh, he's been fine. Yeah, he wasn't good. It was uh, Saturday. He was terrible on Saturday. Well, yeah, against so. the Yankees, but. Yeah, no, he has been good in the second half, I, and I I didn't drop him, I and I don't plan on it. I I will hold Price, but I I considered it for a moment. I looked to see who I could drop, and Duffy was the guy who I ended up on because uh, Rourke, he's got the Marlins, and like eh, this is you know this is just about my team, but yeah, I dropped Duffy. <laughs> uh, that's what the show's always about, just about Gray. <laughs> Uh, All right, just kidding, of course, because this part's just about you commenters. As always, leave commenters on this podcast post, and we will answer them on the show. Um, We'll try to do these the next two weeks, but we need to to pimp these harder next year for sure. We love having the commenter questions on here. We Uh, should actually do – we should get a call-in number. I know. You keep wanting to do that. It's just more work for me. Gray, why don't you <laughs> why don't you set that up and just run the whole thing? No, I think – actually, I think because we, uh, we're on Blog Talk Radio now, I think we have an assigned phone number. I think we oh. do have it. Oh, maybe, so it's like more we'll, automated maybe now? Maybe we'll, we'll test it out next preseason. Yeah, and... yeah. Let's work on that on some off-season pods. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll get Jose Canseco to call in. <laughs> Uh, this is the uh, Madonna wants your sperm hotline. Who can I ask is calling? Uh, all right. So a couple questions here. This is kind of a two-parter because someone answered with the kind of wanting the same question. But Clint said, um, assuming there's no real explanation from the MLG, MLB regarding changes to offense, you know, AKA juicing the ball and uh, the scarcity of good pitching, does this change your 2017 draft or keeper strategies? Because, you know, and then Duda wants to build a snowman was like, you know, we've been conditioned to pass on pitchers, but since there's so few aces out there, are you, are you going to be more apt to going pitcher early, Greg? No, it's not going to change anything. Okay, well, there you go. The animated gray with your detailed answer, Clint, and Duda want to build a snowman. Don't you want to call in and get that? Or <laughs> No, I mean, oh my god, you don't okay. answer that question, but you go on a five-minute tirade about why football is terrible, but you no. won't answer their baseball question. No, I mean, <laughs> not, I don't think it's real. You know, it's like it's one season, first of all. 
So that's not a huge sample size. There's uh, there's also a matter of whether or not, you know, like power was insane, like early uh, 2000s, late 1990s, and it never changed any. It didn't change anything then. It doesn't just because there's you know maybe 10 good pitchers uh, or 10 you know aces instead of. 20 aces that doesn't change anything there's still this it's a, still the same situation where there's going to be aces that don't look good like scherzer is 32 years old i don't know how much i'm going to trust him kershaw is amazing every year but he's also he's dealing with a back injury this year i don't is he really that trustable Bumgarner has you know 1400 innings on his arm over the last five years is he that trustable uh kluber you're putting in a, a ace, quote unquote, Kluber's an ace. But as of May this year, you didn't even think Kluber was an ace. So I, I do. I mean, I don't necessarily hate these uh, starters, these aces, but they're not as reliable as hitters. You can plug in hitters in the top two rounds, and they're always safer than pitchers. Always, no matter. It always comes down to it. And then if you have uh, sure, unless, sure. unless you're Giancarlo, Gray. Yeah, well, I, of course, there's exceptions to everything. But if you have <laughs> Scherzer, and then you would have, you know, took Rick Porcello, you know, just by happenstance, and then you would have took uh, taken, I don't know, uh, you know, who else? There's, you know, there's a ton of guys that you could have taken that were – as good later on, like if you would have taken, oh, I don't know, let's see, uh, Tanner Rourke, who I just mentioned before. Like, he's been great. I, I've i had him for the last five months, and he was off of waivers. Uh, you know, like there's always so many more pitchers off of waivers than there are terrific hitters. There's Hitters are, it's a lot harder to get a second round bat hitter and it is to get a second round arm uh pitcher which you don't even need in the grand scheme of things another reason why you don't take aces is you don't need a 2-7 era to compete for in your fantasy league you need a what like an average say a 3-4 a 3-5 you can get a 3-5 era from piecing together a waiver wire staff you don't need a uh, Scherzer to get a 3-5 ERA. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, I, I don't dislike the DeGroms and the Syndergaards and the Scherzers and the Kershaws of the world, but I wouldn't be drafting them in a situation, you know, I wouldn't be drafting them where they usually go. It just, it doesn't pay. It, 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 never, it never does, really. It's the same with catchers, too. Catchers, uh, closers... Steel, steals only guys, you know, Sagnoff, uh, Sagnoff, aces, catchers, they're all, they all should get discounted for different reasons, but you know, there's, there's reasons why you should. Yeah. Um, so one thing real quick is, uh, I hate Rick Porcello, Gray. Oh yeah. I don't like him either, but he's 
top five starter. No, this that's year. why I hate him. Fuck Rick Porcello. I hate him. <laughs> and you know why? You know why he's a top five starter? Because he has twenty wins. No, it's because totally, I hated him all year. But you can't draft at all. There's no way to say, okay, I'm drafting Rick oh. Porcello for twenty wins. That I never. I got more comments about hating Rick Porcello in the second half. Listen to this. His xFIP is higher than it was last year. I mean, that's unbelievable. Exactly, and we're that is the, that's the number one example right there. Look at what you're, you're saying. It. <laughs> I mean, you're pointing out exactly what I'm saying. Porcello yeah. is a top five starter, and he's garbage. <laughs> he's not good. He's having a lucky year for wins, but other than that, he's not really that good of a pitcher. Unfortunately, I mean, he's fine, and I wouldn't necessarily drop him, but. He's not good. Yeah, it's unbelievable. The only thing that he's done well is lower his walk rate to a microscopic 1.29, but 265 BABIP. He's stranding base runners above average. His uh, home run to fly balls under 10% in Fenway. I mean, it's just whatever. All right, we, we only got time for one last question, uh, which, of course, is kind of a two-parter. But R- Rufus T. Fi- Firefly said, uh, and, and we got to do this real quick, uh, what's, uh, he said he did a head-to-head points format. He hates it, but thought it was kind of interesting in that it's completely different from Roto. Do you play in any head-to-head points? No, I don't like head-to-head leagues in general. I don't I, either. I, Too small of samples on a week-to-week basis. Yeah, exactly. It's not, uh, head-to-head isn't representative of baseball. It's like baseball is about 162-game season. It's not about what a guy did you know in june uh for one week <laughs> versus another team it doesn't it's it's irrelevant it's kind of, it's kind of silly i don't like head-to-head at all but you know a lot of people play it and it's fine i mean if that's where you get your jollies but i'm not, i'm not a big fan yeah and i will say i'm head-to-head points leagues uh gotta get your sparps your uh <laughs> sparks Sparps, uh, that's uh, starting pitcher as relief pitcher. Uh, that's a terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so like if, I never, I haven't heard that. Oh yeah, so like Dylan Bundy is SPRP, and you can play oh, him at relief oh. pitcher for a week oh, instead of a closer. Okay, all right. Uh, and they get you tend to get more points than a, than a closer, and I will whore myself out for two two start guys, and in that vein. You get like two good starting pitchers early because they're worth more in points, and then uh, and then fill and then just stream two start guys all the time. That's all I do. Huh. Okay. Uh, and his last question is kind of what we already answered. He's asking about preseason pitcher ranks and if they really help or not. Just because he's saying like he might draft hitters the first twelve rounds and then uh, get leftover pitchers and get guys off waivers. Would you wait t- twelve rounds to get your first pitcher, Gray? Uh, no, no, I, I don't, I don't believe in punting anything and not, well, actually that's not catchers. I do punt, but I don't believe in punting starters. I think, uh, I don't buy top starters, but I don't punt them completely. Like I drafted Chris Archer this year, you know, much, much to my chagrin, but you know, I, I draft a starter usually, and I go over this in the preseason every year. I started, I draft a starter usually around the fifth round maybe in a 12 team league. So between, 
the 50th and 65th pick overall, somewhere in that range. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I don't mind them. Like, I was looking at this year, I was looking at drafting uh, Salazar, Carrasco. Uh, um, you know, can I name anyone who's actually been good? Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like th- that, uh, around that error of uh, <laughs> error. <laughs> exactly right. Around that error of. <laughs> <laughs> around that air, around that area. Uh, of... Gray starting to malfunction. I think that means it's the end <laughs> I, of the podcast. I must shut down. <laughs> uh, so we'll be back next week, Gray. Uh, hey, next week. What, what do you say we do a mock draft next week? Um. Okay. Sure. What the first two rounds? Yeah, maybe even go to three rounds. I don't know. We'll see how okay. saucy we're feeling. All right, you're gonna have to remind me. Uh, oh, I will. Time because I'm gonna. I, I need to prepare for something like that. I think. All right, all right. So we'll do a mock draft next week, and then the week after will be our wrap up show. I just don't want to put it in the wrap up show because then we'll be rushing. But in the wrap up show on October third, uh, which will be October fourth, actually, uh, we'll talk about all of our Razzball picks, recap the stat leaders, all that kind of good stuff. This will be our last two shows of the regular season. So thanks to SeatGeek. Thanks to Blog Talk Radio. Thanks to No Halftime. We will be back next week. And, Gray, plug yourself in. Get Stop malfunctioning at the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> what was that? It was like, that was my okay. What? Oh, my God. I'll talk to you next week. You know what I'm going to tell you that's going to make you really upset? Why? What's that? I think your uh, AC is kind of loud. Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> I totally forgot. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, so clean, so smooth. I know. Let's uh, go. Here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one.